Welcome back. Welcome in. This is Country Roads Confidential at earsports.com on the 24-7 Sports Network. I am Mike Casazza. Today is Tuesday. Yesterday, big news at West Virginia securing the services, uh, verbally at least, four-star quarterback, Nico Markiel. Here to help me discuss this, I don't know, acquisition of talent, I guess is what we call it, when quarterback recruiting is such a big chip in the whole carousel. Clint Brewster from 24-7 Sports. So. Play the position. Minnesota College of the Sequoias, Tennessee Tech. He is now a 24-7 sports evaluator, analyst. Yep. Is that is that right? Yeah. Yeah, you could say that. All right. Well, I yep. did, so it's going to have to go. <laughs> well, welcome, Clint. Thank you for helping me out. I appreciate that. Thanks. You are, appreciate you're familiar with Nico. You're familiar with the position. You've seen him in person, which is something I haven't had the pleasure of so far, so I thought you'd be a good person to tag in to help out today. Um, mm-hmm. I guess just to start off here, for a, a Monday in June, so far from signing day in December and February, this this means so much or it means so much. It all kind of depends on this perspective. Everybody here is excited because their team gets a four-star quarterback. Hey, party on, right? Um, mm-hmm. But it's not just a hollow achievement. It is something that should mean something to people whether they're involved or even on the outside. Good player coming to maybe an upstart program. There's a lot to like here. So uh, how happy should people be if they're fans of West Virginia? Now they have Nico Marchio. I think really happy, you know, it gives him, um, you know, some good stability for the future. You know, he's a, he's a kid that I've really watched since his freshman year of, uh, of high school. I'm really familiar with his, with his, with the high school program that he went to in Denver, um, in, in Regis Jesuit high school. And, um, you know, it's, it's a very complex offense, very diverse and, um, for him to be able to grasp that offense as a freshman and go in there and start and put up the numbers that he did, um, you know, I think he completed like 64% of his passes and, and, and put up a ton of yards and, and his, his touchdown to interception ratio was really good. And, and for him to do that as a, as a freshman there, you know, 14, 15 year old freshman was uh, uh, just really speaks to the maturity that he has in, in, in him being able to understand concepts in the passing game. And, um, you know, I, I think that that was, was, you know, the most impressive part in seeing him in, in camps and stuff it, it, you could see how that translated. He, he feels so comfortable in the passing game. Um, you know, like I said, he's got a sense of maturity about him and, and, um, you know, that's just, just kind of the tip of the iceberg for him. You played some ball in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. We, we went to, uh, actually went to, um, rival high schools. And, um, so I, I, I know that high school that he went to and, and, uh, you know, the, it's a, it's a great offense, great coaches. I mean, he's, he's been coached really well. You can tell, mm-hmm. um, moves to Arizona plays there. Um, I think people say maybe the stats weren't weren't terrific. I don't know how much it really matters, but recency bias is really important because people see numbers and they only look, you know, to what just happened when you think about what can happen next. But what's the value of someone who who played as a true freshman, like you said, probably does matter um, and learned and maybe took some some bumps, but also got better and then stayed in there for you know two three years, even if he's at a different school. Um, mm-hmm. Just seems like to have some longevity at the position. Well, one, that's promising for, for college because you'd like to have a guy for a number of years too. But you learn a lot on the job in high school where maybe you don't learn everything, but you at least learn how to learn when the time comes in college. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and um, 
I don't, I don't know, you know, why, what, what was the reason why he transferred and, and um, you know, his, he obviously had to learn a new system and, and uh, new wide receivers and then the pandemic happened and, and all that, but, but um, he completed 69% of his passes, you know, um, this past year. And that's one of the most important things that I look at as a quarterback is your, your completion percentage, you know, I, I think is the, is the biggest thing because, you know, the, the windows are going to be tighter at the next level and, and, you know, the DBs are faster and, and uh, defenses are defensive secondaries are more complex. So I think that that's the most important thing with him, you know, ever since his, his, his freshman year, he was, um, you know, completed 64%. And then his, his sophomore year was 63%. And then he jumped up to 69% as a junior. So, I mean, that's, that's making some, some, some good progress there. What are we talking about as a runner here? Because I'm looking at his bio and here's 333 yards and then 535 yards, but mm -hmm. you know, a healthy number of attempts, 18 rushing touchdowns mm -hmm. in his career. We're enamored with dual threat quarterbacks, but sometimes we, we think that a guy who throws a lot can't run or a guy who runs can't throw. Um, where does he fit in the spectrum? You know, he can, he can do it enough. You know, he's functional with it. He's, he's not a guy. I don't, I don't think at the next level, that's going to, that's going to carry the ball and design quarterback runs a lot, but um, you know, he uh, I think, I think he can run in the four, eight range and which is good for his size. You know, I think he's a, uh, he's 218 pounds or so he's, he's built really well and he's, he's quick footed. I don't know if he has a lot of downfield speed, but but, um, you know, he can, he can do some of the quarterback running. He's definitely, I was really impressed with just his, his foot quickness, you know, and be able, being able to kind of improvise and buy time around the pocket and do um, those sort of things. Not necessarily, not necessarily running the ball downfield. Mm -hmm. Neil Brown here is kind of enamored with um, mobile which mm -hmm. is, as you know, is like a catch-all term. Is it an RPO guy? Is it an option guy? Yeah, sure. But it's also, let's not get sacked and let's mm -hmm. make sure we get the ball out of our hands on, you know, third and six to make something happen. Or if we have to move, run, then move the sticks too. Um, mm -hmm. The big body you mentioned is one thing. I mean, he looks like he's a guy who could physically play too, but um, who cares about his straight line speed or whatever? He, he seems like he does have the ability to be the pocket and move the pocket and to make things happen. And, and it looks like the arm and the decision-making is all there too, where everybody wants that mobile quarterback, but it seems like he has all the tools to do that. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I, I think that, that he can come in and, and um, you know, I think he'll be prepared to play right away when you look at everything he can do is, um, you know, mentally, physically, you know, with his arm, he's, he's got, you know, just a, a strong enough arm to, um, um, make all the throws and more, you know, make all the advanced level throws and, and, um, you know, move around. And I, I think, I think that, you know, if he, if he needs to be thrown in as a, as a true freshman, it, I mean, he will be, he'll be fine, you know, in there. And, um, you know, that's the biggest thing with, with all the quarterbacks playing as true freshmen these days, you know, I'm not real sure what the quarterback situation is at, at, um, at West Virginia, but I, I think that, you know, if he needs to be thrown in there, he'll be, you know, he'll be just fine. I'm in my office rubbing my hands now, Clint. <laughs> We're building to this. We've mentioned he's played the position for a number of years. He's changed schools and he's learned a new offense and he's been accurate, successful, has the tools to be mobile, but also a thrower. Um, West Virginia has a senior 
redshirt freshman and a true freshman in the quarterback room right now. Mm -hmm. Um, Jared Dagey could perhaps be back next season. I'm not sure if he wants to or if West Virginia wants to. That story is yet to be written, I'm sure. But Garrett Green, redshirt freshman, Will Crowder, true freshman. Let's suppose Dagey is not with the team in 2021. Uh, and let's suppose that he played a lot and Garrett Green did not take over the position. Um, what's standing in the way of someone like Mark Eall being able to win a competition between you know a sophomore, a redshirt freshman, I would assume, and here he is, just this kid who's on campus now and, and doesn't seem like he has a huge gap between him and whoever might be in front of him. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I, I feel like he'll be able to come in and grasp the offense, grasp the, the, the passing concepts. Like I said, he's, he understands the game so well. And, and there's a, um, you know, I keep, I keep coming back to the word maturity level to him that he will be able to, you know, um, come in and I and I I think that just if he's given the opportunity um he will he will capitalize on it from what I've seen um you know there's just I I don't know you know what the pecking order is going to be in camp you know if he'll if he'll get a, a um you know what kind of shot he'll get as a as a uh, a true freshman but um you know I, I think I think that he'll be ready just from what you've seen you know and and him being ready as a, as a freshman in high school, you know, I just, you'd think that, that, um, you know, he'll be on the field sooner rather than later. Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Knowing how to speak and understand a new language can be an invaluable tool when traveling, meeting new friends, or just even to master a new skill. But it's not always simple when you're bogged down by textbooks and structure classes. That's why so many people trust Rosetta Stone. Rosetta Stone is the most trusted language learning program, available on desktop or as an app. It truly immerses you in the language you want to learn, like Spanish, French, Italian, Chinese, and more. You won't just be studying English translations. The Rosetta Stone intuitive process helps you pick up a language naturally, first with words, then phrases, then sentences. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, listeners can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com rs10. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com rs10 today. 
I want to stop short of awarding him multiple Heisman trophies here before we get too out of control. <laughs> a lot to like about him. We've mentioned many of the yeah. positives, but you've seen a lot of him on film and even in person too. Let's let's talk about the other side. I'm not saying negatives, but are there soft spots? Are the weaknesses where he's working on or he's been advised to work on? Or maybe Neil Brown is likely to say, hey, ratchet this stuff by the time you get here and things will be a lot easier. Yeah. You know, I, I saw, you know, as a, as a left-hander, you know, sometimes the, the ball kind of comes off of his hand um, a, a little funny and, and it could hinder the, uh, the spiral on him or, or the trajectory of his, of his pass. Um, but, you know, that, that was the biggest thing that I saw, you know, if he can get on top of the football um, consistently, you know, he throws just as good a pass as anybody. And, um, you know, he's, he, he's a guy that, that can work on, you know, more of the, um, the off schedule passes, you know, when he, when he's passing, he needs a firm base, he needs a firm platform to throw off of, I think. Um, so, you know, he can, he can work on those passes where, you know, he's got to, got to kind of dissociate his upper from his lower body and, and kind of, um, you know, make those um, Patrick Mahomes type of passes, you know, if, if you want to say that, um, you know, and a lot of people are enamored with those with those type of passes these days. And I, I don't think that, you know, uh, it's necessary all the time. I don't, I don't think that that um, it has to be in your arsenal. But, um, you know, I, I think that that's an area he can work on because, you know, in, in, in the game today, there's a lot of, you know, RPOs and, and that type of thing where, where, um, you know, you might not have your, your feet firmly planted in the ground. And, and, um, you know, I think he can do a better job or, or just, just continue to get more comfortable, you know, in those, those type of passes. You've been familiar with him on film for a while. You know where he's from. You've probably talked to people who know him and have gotten to know him throughout the time, uh, course of time here. You saw him as recently as uh, it's a couple of weeks ago, I guess, in Nashville mm -hmm. for an Elite 11. Um, forget the quarterback position, like the quarterback personality. It's just different than the other 10 guys on offense and maybe the other 21 guys in the field. Um, he seems like he has that strength. You mentioned maturity. We've come to know that he is he's kind of like this Pied Piper who's going to maybe a lineup, a bunch of recruits that may follow him here. Um, he's apparently very personal with the teammates he's just now making. He's reached out and, and contacted people. Um, people seem like they really like him. He, they gravitate toward him. Um, best as you can tell, what, what is this personality trait like with him that um, seems to be so intriguing and, and so appealing for people? He's, he's a extremely confident kid and, and, and you can tell that with how he rips the passes, you know, with, with a, a lot of courage, you know, and, and, um, you know, he's, he's got a, a little bit of a, a cocky confidence about him, what you want at the quarterback position. You know, I don't think he's overly cocky. I don't think, um, you know, that's going to be a, a huge issue, but, um, you know, I just got a sense that, that, you know, he, he knows what he's doing out there and um, he, he's, he's super confident. And I mean, that's what you want, you know, as your, as your leader, I just, I, I don't, I don't um, know him extremely well as just as a person, but you know, that's what you see right away. That's kind of the feeling you get, um, you know, when you see him on the football field and see him kind of interacting with, um, you know, other players and, and that kind of thing. Rather have it than not have it, I would guess, in mm -hmm. that position, too. Mm -hmm. uh, a couple more, and then we'll go here, too. You mentioned left-handed. Uh, really hard to get past that. Um, 
They've had good left-handed quarterbacks here at West Virginia. Pat White comes to mind. Um, I'm not making that comparison, but you can certainly play and win with a left-handed quarterback. There are some alterations, some obstacles, whatever you want to call it here. But from the, I don't know, let's just say from the people who are around him now, the, the offensive linemen, the receivers, you know, that ball is going to spin the other way. You know, he's going to move the opposite direction. Um, your rollouts, your moving pockets, your play actions, your handoffs. I mean, everything is going to be the opposite. Um, just, I guess, for 101 here, the base level, how different is this from just the, the, the simple level of college football right now? You know, I don't think it's a huge deal with him being a lefty, you know, um, I mean, like you, like you just said, there's, there's some minor um, adjustments like you just mentioned, but the, you know, the, the left tackle will now become your right tackle. You know, you want your strongest, your, your best pass protector on the right side now, instead of the left, um, you know, your movement throws from the quarterback are going to be to the left, not to the right mostly um you know as as far as your boots and and whatnot and it's just it's just a little bit of an adjustment for the wide receivers to to see it um you know coming out differently um from the quarterback it's it's uh you know it's something you'll get used to um really quickly you know when the when the when the quarterback coach or the offensive coordinator demonstrates something on the field that can look a a little different um for for a left-handed qb um, you know, but I, I don't think it's, uh, it's, it's that big of a deal, you know, and, and, and I, I think that there's some positives in, in the way that, you know, the, you watch some of the left-handers throw and they, they throw really tight spirals, you know, really tight footballs. He's got a really tight release, you know, he's, he's got an extremely fluid and, and quick, uh, quick twitch release and, um, yeah, you know, I don't, I don't think it'll be that big of a deal, you know, with him being a, a lefty. Your eyes progress, I don't know, right to left, I would guess, right? Mm-hmm. If you're right-handed. Mm-hmm. And if you're the receiver on his right, you're going to be used to getting the ball quicker, having to be ready quicker, which means you're probably running shorter routes. Um, is that any type of a difference? I understand the spin of the ball is going to be different, but if you're the, the right side receiver for a right-handed quarterback, you know, you're going to be probably mm-hmm. sooner, like the slot, for example, you're going to be mm-hmm. sooner because you're close to the ball. But now you're going to have to go to the other side. And maybe, you know, the outside receiver on the right for a left-handed quarterback, he's going to be later in the progression. Is there anything to that? Or am I just kind of making stuff up for the sake of a podcast? Well, I, I mean, you obviously you'll, you'll wait a little bit longer to get the ball, but I, I don't think that that's, that's something too, that's, that's pretty minor, you know, and, and we'll just, it'll just take reps and, and time to, to, to get used to. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I just, there's plenty of, of, uh, great successful um, left-handers out there and, and, you know, in, in high level offenses that, that, you know, it just, it just takes, just takes some reps and, and they'll, they'll get that through practice. I mean, yeah. yeah. I did not see Neil Brown and Sean Reagan saying thanks, but no thanks on Monday. <laughs> you're you're left-handed. We'd like to have you. However, yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, let's last one. And we'll go here, Clint. You've, uh, you've been back out of work, which is kind of fun this month, being able to see people in person, uh, just with your eyes on the quarterback here, what is the crop of talent like now? Is it, is it concentrated because there are so many quarterbacks out there who maybe didn't get the full scale evaluation last year that you have, I don't know, maybe twice as many people in the pool. Is it diluted a little bit? Is it diverse because we have mobile quarterbacks, we have dual threat quarterbacks, we have statues in the pocket. We have guys who want to constantly be on the go. What's the crop like right now? And what's the effect of the pandemic as far as available talent? 
you know, I, I think, you know, with, with the pandemic, um, you know, you know, kids were able to still get evaluated with, uh, with all the, uh, social media that we have and, and, um, the videos and, and, you know, um, camp started back up this year and, and, um, you know, the, just, just all the mobile quarterbacks in the RPO system has, has taken over, um, you know, the, the shorter quarterbacks are, are kind of the thing. And, and Nico is about, you know, six, one, six, two and, and mobile, you know, um, uh, I think that that's, that's definitely the wave right now of, of, uh, of quarterbacks and, and just, just the quarterbacks that can throw, you know, off platform on the move, um, you know, like, like, uh, uh, Quinn Ewers and, and those guys, uh, uh, Ty Simpson, the kid that's committed to Alabama, you know, you, you just see those kids and their ability to improvise and, and throw off platform like, like a Zach Wilson and, and Patrick Mahomes, like I mentioned before, um, you know, that's really the, the big wave of quarterbacks now is just every, everybody wants somebody that, that can, um, uh, you know, so show some pocket creativity and, and, um, you know, that's what you see at the, at the position, you know, all across the board. Now the, the days of the, the six, five statue quarterback, um, you know, are, are, there's, there's not many now, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. They're like the left-handed quarterback now. Yeah. You would take him. However, you're too big. You're too strong. My arm's too much for you. Well, uh, he is Clint Brewster. Clint, thank you very much for helping me out. People can find him on Twitter at ClintBrew247. Check out um, his periodic contributions on 24-7 Sports. Clint, you have anything interesting coming up you want to promote here? Anybody you've seen? Anything you put together? Um, Not really. You know, I've it just been – it's been fun getting out on the road again. June's been been really crazy, and, and uh, it's just – it's it's really fun to to get back into things and get out there and see kids and in person and you know i just i can't wait uh lead 11 finals you know at the end of this month um will be will be really fun and and, um yeah let's go all right well we'll do this again for the 2023 heisman trophy when (laughs) hand nico markey all the the prize there uh clint thanks a lot we'll do this again soon thanks